Hello everybody, welcome back to the CFS Transformation Podcast. Thank you for joining me today. So today's episode is going to be around the topic of toxic positivity and looking at the question, is toxic positivity making you feel like you should just try harder to recover from CFS? I've been inspired to do this because this episode, because I've listened to a podcast recently on the topic of emotional regulation and toxic positivity. I won't recommend it because I didn't actually think it was a great podcast and I turned it off halfway through, but it did inspire me to do my own podcast on the subject. I think it's really important to talk about this, especially for me to talk about this because I talk a lot about the importance of mindset and beliefs which I 110% stand by, but I want to be clear on the difference between having a mindset geared towards recovery and like having positive beliefs versus toxic positivity, which is not that helpful for us at all. And it can just lead to increased shame, feelings of hopelessness, and um, essentially emotional suppression. Emotional regulation and awareness is something that I work on with my clients on CFS transformation because it's a key aspect of recovery and behavior change. And like I've just said, toxic positivity is essentially um, a method of suppressing your emotion and ignoring the reality of the situation. So it works against emotional regulation. So it's basically the opposite of what we want to achieve and I think this is really important in the sort of health and wellness space generally but specifically for people experiencing CFS or other chronic conditions um because I do worry sometimes that um some content or some pieces of information especially online can connote the idea that you know, you can just positively think your way out of a chronic condition when we all know that that's not the reality. That wasn't my experience of recovery at all. Um, It just doesn't work like that. Toxic positivity is actually pushed into our reality at a really young age, I think. As a kind of um, society, we associate negative emotion as that as a negative thing you know when you're little and maybe you started crying you're likely to have your parent come and say to you oh stop crying or you know try and make you feel better as soon as possible like it's a bad thing to cry and we should avoid it at all costs um and that's that's not I don't mean that as a criticism it's natural for the people who who love us to um want to make us happy and you know take away that discomfort but the reality is is that we can't be happy and positive all the time that's not a part of the human experience that is a ridiculously high expectation and as we know high expectations lead to disappointment frustration shame um we we're not here to feel amazing all the time and this is a limiting belief that I work with my clients on as well like there's this um 
belief in society generally that if we experience the more negatively labeled emotions that it's wrong or it's bad when it's it's not but that's just ingrained to us at a super early age you know any time that I'm being not any time but sometimes when I'm being moody or sad my boyfriend does anything and everything to try and make me happy again which is so sweet when I say it out loud but there are times where I'm like it's not a bad thing to feel sad or um scared or frustrated or resentful or just to be in a bad mood like you're human um or any other emotion it's not a bad thing it's not a wrong thing we don't need to avoid it at all costs sometimes we can just sit with it and accept it just because you experience negative labeled emotions doesn't mean it's a bad thing is what I'm trying to say if you tell yourself it's bad that you're feeling this way then you are less likely to accept it and sit with it which usually means it becomes more powerful and um like less predictable as well and it affects other areas of our life and definitely our behavior and how we show up and the actions we take which can have a really compounding effect a huge part of emotional regulation is acceptance of all of the emotions not just the happy positive ones and when I say positive I'm literally doing little air quotes because in my head now I'm like even labeling certain emotions as positive or negative implies that we should avoid the negative ones doesn't it when actually we know that emotional regulation is this kind of acceptance of all of the emotions positive negative and everything in between and the reason it's particularly important for CFS is because it's easy to think that we're doing something wrong if we're feeling frustrated or fearful or sorry for ourselves or anything else you're not basically is what I'm trying to say if you feel these emotions you're not doing anything wrong these emotions are temporary and the more accepting you can be of them the less consuming they will be and the faster they will pass as well because let's just be honest like having CFS is on the whole like not a positive thing in the moment at least like when you're experiencing it it's not a positive thing is it I often talk about feeling grateful for my experience with CFS which I do now um so much I wouldn't change it but (laughs) during the time where I was really struggling in the moment I definitely didn't because in that moment you haven't yet witnessed or experienced the positive outcomes or the life changes or the the things tangible things that you can be grateful for that you wouldn't actually change now if you had the opportunity it's my belief that we can have a mindset that supports recovery and if you want to call that a positive mindset you can but we can have this mindset whilst still practicing emotional acceptance and not forcing ourselves into positivity In England, we have the saying, (laughs) you can't polish a turd. You might have heard of that, you might have not. 
I think it's quite applicable to CFS. You can't force the situation, in other words, the shit, to be a pleasant thing, but we can be accepting of it. <laughs> this is turning weird. We can be accepting of it and not let it like ruin our whole belief system. <laughs> I'm not sure if the um, the saying still works there, but you know, maybe the new saying will be, you can't polish a turd, but you can be accepting of it, maybe. Um, okay, what was I even saying here? Where's my notes? Um, yeah, we want to avoid, we want to avoid toxic positivity, but you are still able to have like a solid mindset and belief system that supports you moving in the direction that you want to, um, while feeling more negative emotions. You are allowed and supposed to feel your more negative emotions, but you can hold space for them without changing your foundational mindset and belief system around your recovery. And I'm gonna go into how you can do that in just a moment. I think with CFS, especially if you're heavily symptomatic or still recovering physically from something, some kind of trauma, you'll likely need to hold a lot of space for uncomfortable emotions because if you're going through the phase of not seeing any improvements at all and not living the life that you wanna live, then of course you're gonna be experiencing all of the emotions, fear, resentment, sadness, even hopelessness at times. And you can't just be positive and it'll be fine. Like that doesn't work. We all know that that's not how you recover. And if anyone ever says that, it's likely to, like when I hear people say that, <laughs> just be positive and it'll be fine. Like, no, that's, I don't agree with that statement. Um, and it can lead to a lot of feelings of like almost stupidity. It's like, am I just not being positive enough to recover from this chronic diagnosis? No, like having a chronic diagnosis is not gonna make you feel positive in the first place, is it? You can't pretend to be positive. Firstly, because you literally can't do it for too long until how you really feel reveals itself in some way or another, um, because suppression doesn't work forever. But secondly, also because it's possible that it will make your recovery worse. We humans do literally anything to avoid discomfort. And like I said earlier, toxic positivity is just another way of suppression and avoidance of how we really feel the discomfort of those negative emotions and sitting with them. It's more comfortable for you to force yourself to like pretend to be positive um, or ignore your more negative emotions than sit with them. It's not about buying into your fears and your hopelessness, but when it does arise, we can be accepting of it and hopefully still hold compassion for ourselves for what we are going through. The longer that we avoid our emotions, the more control that they have over us because the stronger and the less predictable they get. I think I already said that, <laughs> but it's worth repeating twice. So if you are finding if you're someone that's finding you experience a lot of intense emotion at the minute, 
I encourage you to have compassion with that because what you're going through is really hard. And if anyone else you knew was going through this, your situation, I imagine you would be a lot less demanding, a lot less critical and a lot more compassionate. So try and apply that to yourself as well. And also, if you question, if you're kind of listening to this and thinking, but how do I know that my beliefs and my mindset isn't changing when I'm experiencing negative emotion? Here are a couple of things that you can do. When you notice that you are overwhelmed or consumed by strong emotions, this, or if you've taken some time, taken some time to like intentionally sit down, maybe with your journal, um, to kind of start processing some of the negative emotion. This is not the time to make decisions and focus on your mindset or your beliefs. During the moment, I encourage you just to focus on things like self-soothing or doing things that anchor you back into the present and really focus on how you're showing up in that moment and doing things to comfort yourself. Have you ever heard that bit of advice that is, oh, how does it go? Um, It's about like not making important life decisions when you're angry. I don't know who said it, but like never um, make an important decision when you're feeling like emotionally charged. I think that's really applicable to this situation. There is not a lot of point in trying to determine how your recovery is gonna go or what your life is gonna look like when you're full of emotion. Um, And it's kind of, it can be a little bit ironic because it's very common for me to see people going through a phase of um, symptoms or high emotion, and then they start really questioning their whole recovery and their whole life. But then a week later, when symptoms and emotions have calmed a bit, they're like, hmm, actually, I feel like maybe there is hope after all you might be able to resonate with that. It's completely, completely normal, by the way, for symptoms and emotions to sync up, of course, but we can work to have some acceptance and stop going down the route of completely buying in how we feel. For example, let me give you an example just to make it clearer. If you think to yourself, okay, I've been highly symptomatic and emotional this week. Life will never get better. I'm not recovering. I'm not making any progress. This is all just gone to shit. That would be an example of completely spiraling. Whereas you could sit with acceptance and think, okay, I've been highly symptomatic and emotional this week. I know that my views and my perception right now is not accurate. I know this is temporary what can I do to soothe myself, support my body and my mind? And it's probably not going down the rabbit hole of um, kind of assuming what your whole future is going to look like just based on how you're showing up in that moment of feeling very symptomatic and very emotional. I hope that that makes some sense because I think that's one of the hardest parts to kind of build awareness around and pull yourself out of in the moment so remember it's it's a practice and the more you practice doing this the better you'll get at it um 
basically when we're going through these times of high emotions and possibly high symptoms as well we don't really want to focus on mindset or beliefs or perceptions or predictions because they will be clouded by how we feel in that moment and it's not accurate at all and if we do focus on them it tends to make us feel worse and that's when it becomes a spiral because your judgment is clouded in that moment um, you're going to assume that your future looks very dark and unhopeful which obviously is going to make you feel worse right um so a good way to sort of gauge your true beliefs is to check in with how you feel when you are in a more regulated place because when we're in a more regulated place that's when we get access to our rational logical part of our brain the prefrontal cortex and we're less driven by our emotions by our amygdala so it's a much more accurate reading of you know your beliefs but also if you want to look at the future and think about how life is going to look this is a much better time to do that our amygdala provides the response and the thoughts based on um, emotions and it's not always accurate because it's often based on our worst fears right and this happens quite frequently when we are um, in a state of like a hypersensitive nervous system and we have a shortened window of tolerance which a lot of the time after significant trauma we do whether that's getting a virus whether it's emotional trauma whether it's um, any kind of trauma basically shortens your window of tolerance um, so don't worry about checking in with beliefs or mindset when you're feeling overwhelmed by emotion I believe that that is where people kind of trip themselves up the most it's like when you're feeling your worst that's when you start to determine how your future is going to go um, and even just like hearing that sentence hearing myself say that sentence it's not a good idea is it so if you can be more accepting of your symptoms and the, the negative emotions when they come up and rather than thinking okay I'm going to start questioning my whole future right now let's just think replace that thought with nothing I think right now is going to be particularly accurate so instead let's focus on whatever I can do right now to make myself feel a bit better or feel a bit comforted okay here is a short list of some things that I want you to take from this episode number one feeling emotions that are typically labeled as negative is not a bad thing it doesn't mean that you're giving up or you're not being positive overall or you have a bad mindset it's normal number two emotional acceptance doesn't mean feeling good emotions all the time or feeling positive emotions all the time or even the majority of the time it's accepting the good the bad and the ugly whenever they come up number three experiencing cfs is hard don't force yourself to not give that the recognition that it deserves by having this forced positivity this toxic positivity mindset 
And finally, number four, toxic positivity is not the way to recover. I feel like that has that has been an obvious outcome of this podcast, but complete acceptance of your emotions is a much more conducive way to support your recovery. While taking action to support your deep beliefs of full recovery. 